What's up, Team Egos, and welcome to Optimized, the show helping you optimize your mind, body, and spirit through tea. My name is Vince Lapalusa, and I am your host and guide on this tea journey. Specifically, how we are going to optimize our minds, bodies, and spirits with tea is by digging into four topics and how tea can influence them. Those four are education, mindfulness practices, movement, and community. So tune in to learn how you can optimize your life today. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. And today, I thought because that it is the lovely St. Patrick's Day, I thought it's best to dive into the lovely topic of Irish breakfast tea and just Irish culture around tea drinking. Now, I had the honor of traveling to Ireland back in 2019, the summer of 2019, And there were, although it wasn't dedicated to tea travels, there were some instances where the tea culture just steeped its way into the trip. And I think that it would be the best to discuss this and discuss just, you know, Irish history regarding tea and dig into the whole Irish culture. So without further ado, let's... Let's dig in. So Irish breakfast tea, first off. This tea, super delicious, super bold, punch in the face of of flavor, of caffeine. It's so, so malty and just powerful. I love this tea. So it is a blend of a few different kinds of black teas. And this is this is common amongst like the the English breakfasts, the the breakfast teas that you hear about, Irish, Scottish, English. Um, they're actually blends of these different black teas that typically come from either Africa, Asia, some places like that. Uh, so for Irish breakfast specifically, it is typically a blend of Ceylon and Assam black teas, and both those come from from India. And this wasn't made popular until around the 19th century when the tea was introduced to Ireland. This is around the same time that tea was introduced to England. And it took just a long time for these these teas to be exported from these Asian and African cultures to Europe and European cultures. And once they did, they were still regarded as extremely expensive things. So these weren't things that the commoner could just go to their local store like they do today and pick up a bag of tea. This was something that was reserved for the royalty of, of Ireland, of England, We can credit the creation of Irish breakfast tea to the man, the myth, the legend, Samuel Bewley. Samuel Bewley was an entrepreneur in the Irish way, and he saw this challenge of tea being for the royalty and exclusively for royalty. And and he was like, this is something that should be for 
the commoners as well should be for all of us. And so he took it upon himself to sail to these areas, cut out the middleman. So at that time, they had the middleman who was bringing the tea from, who was importing the tea from Asia, from Africa, and selling them at these extreme prices, basically reserving them for royalty. And Samuel Bewley, he decided that, he's like, this is ridiculous, this is something that should be for the commoner, and he decided to make a change. So what he did is, him and a few of his pals, they got a ship, and they went and picked up thousands of chests of tea, so like treasure chests of tea, and decided to bring it back to Ireland. Now this is not just something that was super easy to do at the time, he was basically, he, he was just like, I'm going to cut out the middleman and I'm going to bring these barrels, these chests of tea over myself and serve it to the commoners and make it affordable and cheap. And he did. And he managed to do this successfully, so much so that the Irish breakfast blend was created and crafted. And to this day, Samuel Bewley is accredited for some of the for bringing the tea culture to Ireland so much so that Irish culture so much so that Ireland is accredited with the highest per capita highest consumers of tea in the entire world blows my mind when you think about that but when you look at the history of tea, it kind of makes sense. The history of tea in Ireland, that is. It kind of makes sense. So let's talk about it. Let's let's see like what that history is like. Obviously, we knew that tea was typically utilized by those of higher influence. They didn't they kept them for they kept it for themselves. They didn't really want to uh, give it to the commoners. Well, because of this, obviously, there was this, like, we want it. Like, we want what we can't have type of behavior towards this thing. And people wanted the tea so bad that when they got it, obviously, they started just consuming more and more of it. So that might play an influence as to why Ireland is some of the highest consumers of tea. But on top of it, they also, there's a darker history to tea consumption, almost a a dangerous history to tea consumption. In the early days, tea was seen as a dangerous habit. Yeah, you heard that right. Tea was seen as a dangerous habit in Irish culture for a few reasons. One. It was a foreign substance coming into this land, and people just had these these notions that there are these, not additives, there are these compounds, there are these things that are in the tea that make it addictive, that make it toxic for people. And there was this notion that, that if you consume too much of it or any of it, you could die or you could just 
or you could get ill or something, something along those lines. And this was rampant to the point where there was almost like a prohibition on tea. It was, it was seen, it was, again, I th- it was probably a way for the quote-unquote elites of the time to keep tea for themselves and not give it to the commoners. But there was this story that if you consumed tea, you threatened your health, you threatened the health of, of others around you because you might potentially alter your state and hurt someone. Um, there, there were some wild stories going around about about this. And there was, there was like this, this propaganda even going around about, about how tea can be, can be damaging and dangerous. On top of the health aspects that, that people were purporting, like people were like, you're going to get these altered states, you're going to harm yourself and potentially harm others. On top of that, they were concerned, the, the Irish people were concerned that the people were spending too much time drinking tea, that people were wasting their money and wasting their time and wasting their efforts, and therefore they weren't being productive members of society to, for tea, because of tea. Because they would sit, they would enjoy tea, they would have a great time with friends, with family, and they would enjoy themselves, which I find is hilarious because that's like the best part of tea. And even digging into it deeper, some of the more patriarchal aspects to this this story was the concern of women consuming tea there was a inherent concern that if women gathered and had their tea parties and drank tea and met and talked they might talk too much they might collaborate they might start to get ideas and potentially revolt because again we're, we're talking about the early the the late 17 though the early 1800s throughout the 1800s and there was concern by these this patriarchal society that if women met and drank tea they might get ideas and they might who knows who knows and it's it's super silly in a in a year like 2023 St. Patrick's Day 2023. Super silly to look back on that, but it's it's true that there was these concerns and there are these these influences from from people to prevent others from consuming this beverage because they wanted to basically keep it for themselves. They wanted to hold this tea for themselves and not allow others to consume it. As we know, today that is completely ridiculous so this is going back to why i believe irish culture might be so ingrained with tea is because they had this this lack thereof or this this thought of you can't have this and so now it's almost it is almost like a revolt where it's like well we're going to consume the most amount of tea in the entire world and i can speak from my own personal journeys there. Like I said, when I traveled to Ireland, it was not specifically for tea. However, 
what I did notice, and at that time, I wasn't as deep into the tea culture, into tea just in general, as I am today. And at this time, I just, I, I did make note of, like, first off, there was tea after every meal. Every every single meal, people were enjoying tea. And on top of it, people would travel. I, I think the, my favorite story was when I went skydiving in Ireland and I went by myself. I just drove out to the a farmland in in Ireland and when I arrived I was I was by myself and I was just waiting. You have to sit and wait for hours before you can actually do the jump. And so I was sitting and waiting and this this family, they they saw me walking around. I was just wandering at that point, didn't know what I was doing, and they yelled at me. And they're like, "Hey, like, come here." And so I was like, hey, "What's up?" And they're like, "Yeah, you're not from here." And I'm like, "No, no, I'm not. I'm I'm visiting." And they're like, "Well, come sit down. Like, we'd love to love to talk with you." So I sat down, and the first thing they do, they're like, they start. They they don't even really ask if I want any tea. They just pour me a cup of tea, hand it to me. And of course, I mean, delicious. I just was, I, I was not going to deny being a tea lover, but I, I think about like those who don't like tea. And, you know, I, I, it was just a really cool opportunity. I ended up talking with them for, like I said, I that was within like the first 30 minutes is when I saw them. I ended up talking with them for hours. And we were just laughing, having a great time. They they were feeding me. They were like tailgating for for those in the United States. Like it was like before like a football game, before a baseball game where you you're in the parking lot just grilling, having a good time, eating, drinking, and we were just drinking tea, sharing stories, talking about life, talking about my travels. I was curious about them. Some of them were in the military and um it was just it was just fascinating and i i look back and i'm like this is ridiculous so they did their jump before me and i so i was on the next plane after and i had all my stuff like my phone my wallet my keys and the the mother she was like she was like oh she's like give me your phone and i'll record you as you're as you're coming down and i was like hell yeah of course like here you go so i hand her i was like i don't want to take all my stuff or any of my stuff up there and jump while i'm jumping out of a plane falling thirteen thousand feet from the sky so i was like yeah let's do it so i just hand her my wallet my phone my keys and i like looked back and i'm like that's so ridiculous (laughs) like you're just complete strangers um, but like, that was like the culture there. And like I said, like the, the amount of times I was just sitting at like a restaurant by myself or with, with my friend and we would just be like having tea and, and people would just come up to you and just talk to you. And, and I think like that embodies one, it, it embodies the Irish culture clearly because being in Ireland, that's just what people did. But two, it just embodies the tea culture in general as well. From my perspective is it's a time to just come gather commune and and relax and and have a great time and and i think that's funny that like that was seen as a negative that's very capitalistic of of a of a perspective which we can that can be a later episode talking about like my perspectives on on capitalism and 
and the the negatives, the pros and cons of capitalism. Um, but that's it, it. It's true. It's like you're not doing enough because you're sitting and you're enjoying tea. It's like no, that's that's the whole purpose of this process is to sit and enjoy and commune with the friends, the family that are around you, and to to talk and share stories. And it's um it's the beauty of tea. And I think that that was a, a big lesson to take away from my travels to Ireland and to honor on this St. Patrick's Day, um, which is kind of shedding light on some of the negatives of we can. Di- I mean, I didn't really dig into the, the history of St. Patrick and some of those things. And growing up Catholic myself, I, I have perspectives of uh, of St. Patrick's Day, that that might be different for those who don't really know much about St. Patrick, but it's um I think that without digging into that stuff and and my perspective because it's a very large drinking holiday, it's like well to honor Irish culture too. Considering, I mean, they're not the OG tea drinkers, but they they do represent tea beautifully, in my opinion. When you go to Ireland. And you and you sit down and you talk with people, and on the St. Patrick's Day, it's like, well, maybe enjoy a cup of Irish breakfast tea with some of your close friends, family, and just sit and talk, have a good time, learn, share stories, ask people about how how they're doing in life, and that's how I'm going to leave you today. So I appreciate you tuning in, and. I wish you a very beautiful and safe St. Patrick's Day and St. Patrick's Day weekend. And um, yeah, if you're if you are interested, if you want to support this podcast, support um, what I'm doing, if you if you've been enjoying this, um, yeah, I would I would love for you to either try some of the tea blends that I have crafted, and you can find those at freshsteeps.com. That's freshsteeps, S-T-E-E-P-S dot com. Um, that'll be in the show notes. And you can also, the, the easiest way and the freest way is just to leave a five-star rating and review. So appreciate you. Love you. Have a beautiful and safe St. Patrick's Day weekend, and we will see you soon. Hey, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're still listening, there's probably a good chance that you got some value out of today's episode. I am on a mission of helping 1 million people optimize their minds, bodies, and spirits with tea, and I need your help. If you can leave a five-star rating and review, this will help spread the word and show more people this show. I thank you for your help and support, and I look forward to seeing you soon.